Hello again. Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Sorry we did this in two parts, but there's so much jam-packed in these Mishnahites. It made sense to do it this way. So, quick note. We're about to read this Mishnah, Parak Zion, Mishnah Aleph. There are going to be a lot of unfamiliar concepts, and a lot of these concepts are going to come up later on in this Seder Zrayim, because they have to do with the mitzvos, Hatzluyos, Baretz, with Meiser and Truma, and all those tithes, and therefore we're going to try to wait till we get there to explain them in greater depth. Today, we're going to try to explain the bare minimum so that we can understand this Mishnah right now, but we're not going to go through it in as much depth as we should because we are on a time crunch, because we'll wait for later on. Perak Zion begins talking about the Chiyuv of Birchas HaMazon, that one has to bench. And the Mishnah talks begins with the idea that one benches with a Zimun, that if Shlosha Sh'achlu Ke'echon, Chayov and Lazam, and they have to bench together. Why together? Barovam Hadras Melech. The Pesach tells us that the more people who gather together to listen to, to follow the dictums of the king, bring glory to the king. Barovam Hadras Melech. In the multitudes, we find glory to the king. And that's the source, the halachic source, why one should not splinter off and create a breakaway minion. Because the more people davening together, the more glory is to Hashem. The more people benching together, the more glory is to Hashem. However, the Rav offered a different interpretation. The Rav says, actually, there's two different types of benching. There's the birchas amazon of the yachad. I achalta, I eat. Vizavata, I'm satiated. Uvirachta, I, as an individual, have an obligation to bench. And there's a second type of birchas amazon, and that is bichabura. That when we sit down and eat together, we as a chabura, not as an individual, but we as a chabura, have an obligation to bench, and that's where the zeman comes in. And therefore, the question becomes so, what does it mean eating bichabura? How do we determine what's three people who happen to be sitting next to each other partaking in a meal, but are not connected, such as in a restaurant, versus three people who are eating together as in one meal? And the, and the way we're going to understand that is three people sit down to eat, and they all can eat together, meaning they all have an, they are all able to eat together and share together in a meal. And if someone is eating something, let's say that's treif, so I can't eat from the treif, and therefore we cannot partake in the zooming together because we're not eating together because they just because he's eating next to me and we're talking and schmoozing and laughing, he's eating on kosher, so we're not eating from the same meal. The mission is now going to go through various, I guess, cases where you may have been unsure. Is this considered treif? When I say treif, I don't necessarily mean treif is in tarfus, like basavachalov, like milk and meat, but treif in the sense of this food that we cannot all partake in, and therefore we're not really eating it bechabura as a group, or no, this is food that is considered, if we eat it, although I might not be want to ideally eat this food, if it's eaten, we still can consider us as eating together. And let us begin. Ochel demai, a person eats demai. What is demai? So let's go a little quick, very quickly, background to how the Truma system works, how the tithing system works. A farmer comes with all his bounty from the field, or in the field, and he, once he creates a pile, as in he's finished the harvesting and now it's in a big pile, it, that's when the obligation sets in to take Truma and Meiser, take off the tithes, take off the tenth, take off all these things. First thing he must take is one fiftieth, which is called Truma Gadola. That goes to the Kohen. Afterwards, after he takes the Truma Gadola, then he takes something called Meiser Rishon, which is a tenth of that, and that goes to the Levi. From there, the Levi takes something called Truma's Meiser. So, right, a tenth of what's left goes to the Levi, and a tenth of that 
uh, from the Levi goes to the Cohen as well. So the Cohen's both getting Truma's Godola, which is 150th, and Truma's Meiser. Lastly, the farmer takes Meiser Shaney. Meiser Shaney is from his own produce, and that he brings to Yerushalayim, and he eats it there. So he gets to eat it, the farmer, but he has to eat it in Yerushalayim, or if he can't bring it to Yerushalayim, let's say he can't make the trip right away, he can be podet, he can redeem it on a coin, he can up the value by a fifth of whatever he was redeeming, and then bring that coin to Yerushalayim eventually and spend it on food in Yerushalayim. The problem was as follows. Although this is ideally the system, there were people who did not know the system. Amaharats and people who did not necessarily know the system. And Chazal were concerned that they were a miyat. They were a small amount of people who only knew about taking Truma Gadola, the first 50th, the most important, if you will, of the Trumas, and they did not take the rest. And therefore, they had, because of this concern, they established if someone did not have a Cheskas Kashras, if someone was not known to be punctilious in the observance of the mitzvos, if one buys fruit from them, even if they tell you they took off all the proper things, you have to retake Meiser Rishon and Trumas Meiser. The tenth for the Kohen, the tenth of that for, sorry, for the Levi, the tenth of that for the Kohen and Meiser Shani. That is called Demai. Demai comes, seemingly comes from the words Da Mai, as in from where. However, because this is only a concern, it's a chashash, that maybe perhaps they didn't take the proper amount off, Chazal waived this obligation to retake Demai in certain cases, one of them being someone who was very poor. And the Mishnah is coming to tell us, therefore, that if a person eats Demai, one of the people is eating Demai, as in they had not retake off the Maestras, they can join the minion because most people did take off Meiser. And, and therefore, and therefore it's only a stringency. Let's leave it at that. So, so, so therefore they can be, even though he's eating the mine, I'm not necessarily going to want to eat from them. It's not the worst thing in the world if I eat from it. So he can join the Zimun. Next is, Umaiser Rishon Chanutla True Maso. The case here is as follows. As we just established, there's this hierarchy. There's this order of how we must remove Trumagadola, then uh, Meiser Rishon, then Trumas Meiser, etc. What happens if a person never, however, made a Cree, never made a pile of all the fruits and vegetables? In of all the fruits, excuse me. So there's no obligation to set in that take off Trumagadola. However, the, a Levi comes along and he takes off, takes his tenth, as in he jumps the gun, and he, he takes Meiser Rishon, and then from there he takes Truma, and the Kohen takes Truma from there. So he never took Truma Gadola, he's, it's out of order here. There, there too, although it's out of order, because initial Chiyov, to take Truma's Meiser, so Truma Gadola never actually set in, until after the, the Levi takes the Meiser, his, his Meiser, and after that the, um, the Kohen then comes along and takes Truma from that, so because it's only out of order, therefore... He also, that person can also partake in the Zimun. Next is Meiser Shani Vehektish Niftu. A person takes his Meiser Shani, as we noted, and he's potent, he redeems it on a coin. And he brings that coin up to Yerushalayim and buys fruits, fruits and vegetables with it. But he forgets to add a Chomesh. He forgets to add a fifth. Comes along the Mishnah to teach us that the fact that you have to add a fish, fifth when you redeem your Meiser Shani, that's not Me'akev. That's doesn't prevent you, that food, from becoming, let's call it, kosher, totally kosher. And therefore, if a person sits down to eat with you, and he's eating Meiser Shani, the hectic, and he forgot to add the fifth, 
he can partake in the zimun as well because you're only eating together because he, just because he forgot the, the fifth doesn't make the food inedible from Akash's perspective. Furthermore, hashamish ochakazayas. If a shamish, the waiter, is waiting on you and he takes and he, he's eating while he's waiting on you, so he's now part of the meal. He can on with you. Vahakusi, Akusim were people who converted, and it was questionable whether the conversion was Gary Emes, whether it was for the right intentions or not. At this point in history, when the Mishnah is written, we assumed it was. Mizamnim Aleim, all you can partake in the Zeman together. Avel, Ochel Tevel, one of the people is eating Tevel. And for simplicity's sake, although it's much, it's, it could be more complicated than this, but let's say for simplicity's sake, it's his Mamish Tevel. A person has an obligation to take off all the Trumas and Maizers, and he didn't do it. It's totally treif. One person's eating it, no one else would dare touch it. It's like the guy's eating pork. It's actually worse than that. And therefore, and therefore, there's no Zeman. Similarly, if, if they took, I took Maiserishon, had an order, and didn't take Truma from that Maiserishon to give to the Kohen, or he never redeemed it. Or you have a waiter who's just nibbling but never eats a full kezayis, and a non-Jew who doesn't have an obligation, does not have an ob- obligation to eat with you, ain't mizamnin alehem. You, they, they do not partake in the zimun because all these people you're not you're not eating as a group because you can't really all share 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 the meal together. So in summary, in that complicated mishnah, what emerges is as follows: There's an obligation to eat bicha, to, to bench bichabura. How do you define a chabura? So people who are eating together, and all these great cases are cases where one of the people seems to be eating uh, this food which is not ideal. So if it's food, it's not ideal, but it could be still, you can find a het or a workaround, like the mai. And a poor person can eat the mai, it's only a chashash, so then they can partake in the, in, in the zimun. However, if it's food, it's mamish, that's mamish treif, it's tevel, so then it's no different than a shamish to achapachs mikazayas, a person who nibbles a little, but it's not actually partaking in the meal with you. And therefore, you cannot make a zimun. Everyone should have a wonderful, wonderful day.